Peace and blessings, you beautiful beings. Welcome to the Living in Spirit podcast. It's your girl, Zane Spirit, as you already know. This is brought to you by SoulDriveGlobal.com. I want to thank you, as I always do, for always supporting the podcast, for sending people my way that you would like to hear on this podcast, as well as topics of discussion. And y'all already know a lot of my topics of discussions happen from everyday life and experience, and I love to bring that to y'all. And before we get into the, the topic and the meat and potatoes, as we, or maybe uh, y'all know I ain't into meat so <laughs> and potatoes, so maybe some squash and mushrooms, we're going to go ahead and do a little affirmation. And I'm going to start it off like this. I give myself permission to be abundant. I give myself permission to accept help. I give myself permission to thrive with the divine team. I give myself permission to release shouldering all of the burden. I give to be a leader in this life and also allow others to be a leader in their own. And that's that piece, y'all. So may that affirmation uh, go ahead and uh, resonate in your bones and your blood and you feel that all through your system. Just go ahead and breathe that in. Take it all in and... Um, yeah, take a deep breath on that. But I'm going to go ahead and introduce my lovely guest for today, which I am so excited about. I got to bring my sis Azani on. You know, she she out here living her best life. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And yes, sis, living the best life. Live your best life. <laughs> yes, I love to see it. I love to see it. How are you, my good yes, sis? sis. I am doing wonderful. I am in so much gratitude. I am just thankful for this moment that we get to share again a year later, second podcast together. I am so hyped. We in here. And I am so thankful um, to just be in communion with my sis because we are both in alignment with today's message and always. So this is just going to be a beautiful topic. And I'm I'm so thankful to for you to have me here, sis. I really am. Oh, I just love you so much. <laughs> I just love you. Yes, so sis. I'm so ready. <laughs> oh, well, definitely. I want to go into, you know, the topic just straight up because, you know, y'all, we're going to be handing mm-hmm. y'all y'all's asses today, tonight, or on today, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever midday you having right now we're gonna go ahead and, and get your shit together real quick so we serve it to you on a plan. all right all right we're gonna serve it to you and um azani i want you to just bring up like what provoked the conversation because i think you were listening to another podcast right mm-hmm. yeah so um what actually provoked the conversation that we actually discussed on instagram which was like yes we need to address this so um i was listening to a podcast and On the podcast, they were just saying um, when it comes to like the occult and when it comes to African spiritual traditions, um, there is a lot of misconception around what the occult truly is um, and what Mm -hmm. those traditions and spirituality is because people are so used to hearing the side um, from family members or maybe they know someone personally who were affected by a curse or a hex. So it Mm -hmm. brought up the conversation Mm -hmm. that Like, in other words, we need to start holding practitioners accountable because Mm. we can't simply blame colonialism and those ideas for the misconceptions around 
um, the occult, for the misconceptions around spiritualities and traditions. Um, we have to start mm-hmm. holding practitioners accountable. Mm-hmm. And also, um, even people who are just getting information, we have to learn how to use this information. So me and sis started going because I made videos <laughs> and I was just breaking it down. Like I was going in y'all and me and sis started going and we flowing. I mean, we bouncing back and forth, just these ideas and just more than ideas, just the truth of the matter of spiritual responsibility. And, and that was yes. the biggest thing. It's a duty for us as practitioners and even just, as a person who's a spiritual being to understand the power of your own magic, to understand Mm -hmm. the power of working with spirits. You know what I'm saying? So that's how all of that got started. You know, Mm -hmm. thank you for that preface because I needed everybody to have a little bit of the tea. And I love Mm -hmm. that you, you hit and right off the back about, uh, you know, just being accountable. And I feel, you know, like gatekeeping culture has like, everybody wants to cancel the gatekeeping, but to be honest, we Mm -hmm. need to gatekeep (laughs) the information that we are spreading, um, Mm -hmm. amongst one another. And, you know, we saw a lot of that last year with witch talk, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, (laughs) <laughs> just adding to that conversation because you know I don't know if you remember the drama on Witch Talk, but they were uh so somebody was going through and hexing practitioners on Witch Talk, like people they didn't even know, and it, yes. it's just it's just so silly to think about stuff like that, but. It, it's very true, like people just out here being very irresponsible with their power. And they don't even really know the half of it. Like they don't, where is the foundations of it? Baby, somebody, somebody introduced the foundations. Somebody, anybody. Look, look, I'm going to say it like this. It's like I told my good sis. I say, first of all, people try to start operating magic. And and I'm the type of practitioner who is going to always tell you before your first spell, before you do anything, please let it be protection. Because I don't Mm. think that people understand the importance of protection or understand the importance of cleansing. Sometimes people just want to get right into it. And, Mm. you know, and a lot of times when you get right into it, you're not even coming from a place of groundedness. And that's why I brought it up. Like I tell my clients and I tell everyone we working from the root on up in order for us Mm -hmm. to get to those upper chakras and to be fluid in those, we have to be grounded. We have to practice being grounded, you know, and practice being protected. Otherwise, you're just going to be in a whirlwind cursing your own self, you know. You're going to be yanked about your body acting like that. (laughs) Yes, literally yanked about your body, swooped up (laughs) and laid back. Yes, Yes. you know. You're going to be dealing with so much more drama and problems mm -hmm. just from being ungrounded. Yes, just from being ungrounded and reactionary. And and that's like the biggest thing, especially like just from witch talk and just reading the energy. Of course, since I'm always reading the room, always with, mm-hmm. with everything and mm-hmm. any platform. And every time I see um, just our community coming together sometimes and baby witches, like it's okay to seek this knowledge. It's okay to understand it, but you have to pace yourself. It's, it's not okay to kind of, skip those steps of the ladder because that's when you start tripping on your own feet you know man I I saw a post recently that I really loved and it was like and it was also about accountability in the spiritual community um and it was Mm -hmm. talking about how you know when you start 
you know, if, if somebody calls themselves a doctor, you expect them to know, you know, medical wisdom, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, you're supposed to have some type of experience. And then if you go around, start calling yourself a god and a goddess, and you don't even have any respect on what that means, mm. the, the universe and your spirit team going to start holding you accountable to the things that you're calling yourself. Like, whatever you are mm-hmm. claiming to show up and be as like, you need to back that up. And if you don't have the cleansing, the protection, the grounding, the self-love, the confidence work, okay? Cause mm-hmm. we don't talk enough about the confidence work in general. Hello. Cause, cause if you ain't got no confidence, ain't none of your magic popping, okay? Like it is just, you. you gonna see some very slow results because you don't even believe in your own self. So how is anybody mm-hmm. else supposed to be believing in you? And like, now, if you just doing magic and practicing on your own will, that's fine. But we got a lot of practitioners out here that are serving the community and don't have any yes. of these basics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> Not a lick Spiritually of basics. Spiritually lacking. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a lick of basics. It's a- Right. And and that is the thing. And that is also why I urge the importance of another one of those steps to sis. And, and one of the biggest fundamentals is understanding how to process and feel energy. Yes. Because when you have these practitioners who work in, in the community, you have to understand, like, like I was saying, not everybody is an honest person. Not everybody has a set of ethics like we do, who would be like, you know, no, I'm not going to do this because I'm not in the headspace. Or right now, you know, I don't feel the most stable, so I don't feel like I should be working with other people's energy. Yes. We have to understand a lot of practitioners are really about a dollar. And not only that, mm. I've noticed this a lot more. It is like this, I have to be the big bad bruja. I have to be the big bad witch. So it's like I have this spiritual ego and I have to parade it around so that I can seem, you know, a certain way. And that affects the people who are doing, you know, in that community and who are whose energy is being to me manipulated because that's what it is when it isn't when you aren't coming up front, you know, when you you put it on the front. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 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 it's like very true eventually that facade has to come down like eventually your favorite practitioner going to be out here you're going to see them on the struggle bus, okay? Because Mm -hmm. that facade does not last forever. You need foundations. People want, like, it's like the the piggies, you know, y'all over here building straw houses. You need to lay them bricks, baby. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where where are the bricks, okay? And and Mm -hmm. I love, like, we definitely got to talk about that accountability piece between one another because, you know, if we're not calling out these practitioners, now, sometimes it ain't our business, you know, sometimes we got to let (laughs) spirit do what they do, Mm -hmm. you know, but if, like, if I see somebody that I'm associated with, and I catch you in your spiritual ego, and, and we Mm -hmm. cool, you know, and I genuinely got love for you, like I do everybody, you know, and Mm -hmm. I genuinely want to see you do good, and I see that you got the power behind you, you just, you know, a little bit caught up, I'm going to come to you straight up and be like, look, I, I the energy ain't ain't feeling right. It ain't doing what it's supposed to. It ain't giving what it's said to have gave. And you're going to, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to need to back it on up because you endangering not only the people you helping, quote unquote, helping, but you endangering yourself. And mm-hmm. like, if you can't read the energy, like sis was saying, if you can't read the energy and you, you're not in touch with yourself, 
how you just giving everybody else mixed signals. <laughs> you just mm-hmm. you just mixed signals, you just, misinformation. Yeah, you giving reasons. You ain't got no. You probably projecting your own problems on your clients. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and and I and I say this from experience. Now I haven't done that a lot, but when I first started, you know, like we all deal with spiritual ego. All of us, mm-hmm. like in some form or fashion, you know. And thankfully, my spirit sat me down plenty of times and said, no, you need to rest. And they would literally stop mm-hmm. bringing me clients. They would block. It would be like cock blocking. They just block everybody. Mm-hmm. And they were booking, like, no, yep, and it slow down. Yeah, everything will slow down. And nobody would be attracted to me to get any type of work done because my spirits were like, no, you need to work on yourself. And that was mm-hmm. my reality check. But some of y'all don't even have a connection with y'all spirit team and y'all just out here running rampant, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and that is running rampant, wild and free. And that yes, sis, that is a hundred percent true. Like like that video you posted, Buck Wild. <laughs> <laughs> reverse cow reverse. <laughs> reverse cow. <laughs> And that is so true, sis. And look, and that is, that's why I say like discipline is the biggest thing, especially that is another one of those foundations, discipline, Mm -hmm. because even me, sis, like I can a hundred percent agree with that. Like it it got to a point this year, like, I feel like I've been playing like charades and it's like, sometimes I would say to myself, because I, I do feel like I go through the imposter syndrome. So I'm like, man, I'm really kind of acting like a fraud. Like I'm not being consistent. I'm not keeping up the content. And then I had to check myself and I had Mm -hmm. to let myself know, like all of the things I've went through, I have to be honest with myself and ask myself, am I in a position to work with other people's energy with everything that I have going on? I need to take a break and spirit forced the break on me. Apartment flooded, you know, between catching COVID it's, it's like, spirit was saying hey can you please do this and take these steps so that we can create a catalyst for you to kind of bloom and I resisted that and that's why I say it doesn't matter where you at in your spiritual journey spirit will humble you and sit you down Mm -hmm. and lay them edges back period (laughs) you know (laughs) like you're a human being remember that you know yeah and I I had to take it back and I was like you know Mm-hmm. you in this human experience like you are not mm-hmm. nobody is omitted from the human experience human emotions you know human situations like nobody is omitted from that we just get better and better at dealing with it like the response I love how you mm-hmm. talking about instead of being reactionary because a lot of people go into this you know like we was talking about oh I'm gonna throw them in a jar I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and it's like mm-hmm. but have you even done the healing work and reflected on yourself like you so quick to put Thank the blame you. on other people but where where you got to get to the root of this victim mentality first exactly and that insists and, and I want to speak on that because mm-hmm. I always say this you never want your practice to be rooted in emotion and victim consciousness Mm, because that is when things backfire like I'm telling you I keep it real with people a lot of people come to me and I and this is a a real fact and I always tell this to people and I want people to hold this to them anytime they think about should I Mm -hmm. hex to hex or not anytime you have to ask if it's okay to hex you know it's not okay you know it's not okay (laughs) and one thing about it like that is so true though and I always say like 
before you even take steps to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put somebody in a jar, like, that's not a game. And you could literally, like, one thing about it says, I'm a strong believer in contracts. And I'm a strong right. believer in I'm here to have this human experience. Yes, I will have those encounters where you will fall out with people. Things will happen. Things will happen unjustly. But sometimes we got to be accountable of our own actions and see where we participated. Because right. I don't agree like oh yeah I'm gonna throw this person in the jar because they stole this money from me or you know I loaned them this money well there goes step A to the whole contract right. you, you loan money when spirit might have told you not to even do that yep. <laughs> you know yep. was you even listening to your intuition then <laughs> hello and now you want to hex them and it's like okay my question is is it really worth like truly thinking about hexing on a more broad level, not just on a, it's just me doing this. Think about your bloodline. You know, think about the people before you, the people after you. Is it really worth your gifts? Because a lot of times, like, when we do things and it's not ethical, like, we have to be accountable for that. Right. And the spirit will check you for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And people suffer. And so, your bloodline mm-hmm. suffers. Just like mm-hmm. we are out here breaking generational patterns and, you know, health problems, eating habits, mindset, well, you know, issues with wealth. Like, what makes you think people are not out here having to break your great grandma's unethical decision? You know, Hello. like, come on. A mm-hmm. lot of that is a lot of us are facing blockages because we got to get to the root issue. And there's lessons for us to learn in the things that people did before us or did not do before us right Mm -hmm. and and you know like I tell people all the time if you are so shaken by your emotions and the situation that you come up out of your peace then that's a clear sign that is a clear sign that you are not stable as a practitioner and not saying that we don't experience emotions because I'm the main one I'm an advocate for that experience (laughs) your emotions cry it out you know like Mm -hmm. go through whatever process you need to do to heal and release that but don't hold it Mm -hmm. in and don't make decisions off of your emotions because your emotions are damn near the same thing as a possession you letting them possess you Mm -hmm. and one and those emotions are temporary they're earthly so those emotions are not going to last forever what makes you like Mm -hmm. you know that's how powerful emotions can be if you let them dictate your life or even in the afterlife think about tormented spirits or spirits that cannot pass on it's because they're holding Mm -hmm. on to an emotion or something that happened physically and that was enough to shake them so much out of their peace that they can't even move on with their life they so worried about something else like exactly that should tell you the the severity of uh, and just like that discipline piece like there are so many things that we can do to enhance our discipline so that emotions mm-hmm. do not shake us out of our peace to make temporary decisions you know temporary you know decisions based off of temporary emotions and mm-hmm. you know I know for me sis that was fasting you know spirit put me through I love when you was like people can't even do a three-day fast <laughs> and I want to in a jar. Girl, <laughs> yes. Cracking up on that because you know me, I'll be out here doing 21 day fast. Like it Look, is. <laughs> right, I was just going to say, one thing about sis, sis going to fast. Okay. And that's what I love about you, sis, because that takes so much discipline. You know what I'm saying? And when you mm-hmm. reach that level of discipline where it's like, 
I always encourage myself when I'm going through things, because like you say, sis, we're not perfect by a long shot. We are still human beings, even as practitioners. And we experience those emotions where, yeah, I would totally 100% probably be justified to jar some people or to, to yeah. send them a good hex. But it's like, I need to heal. And what is that right. going to do for me in that moment? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's really more about confronting the root. And a lot of right. times realizing where we participated or, you know, we have to hold ourselves accountable for certain experiences. Right. And to me, that has been a big thing with my healing, just understanding like, you know, I am all of these things. Yes, I am sovereign. Yes, I am connected with my God body and all of these beautiful things. But it's not for me to play the role of God in a way where I just feel like because I'm angry. Yes. I can take matters into my own hands and cause harm because that's not what I want my journey to be about. And right. that's what roots me right back into my piece because I'm like, you know what, this is tough. And what I'm going through, you know, it may not be comfortable. It may hurt me. But at the end of the day, I know that by healing, like I don't need to root you because once I'm glowing up and I didn't transcended the experience, I'm not even worried about nothing on that level you know, mm. completely transcending the situation where yes. I'm attracting in situations which honor my path, honor my decisions and saying, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to just go and heal. Because a lot of times that's what I tell people. You hurt? Go cry about it. It's, it is okay to go and cry about it in the car. It is right. nothing wrong with that. You right. know? And and that is a like I said, that is a big thing with holding yourself accountable. Um, That's a big thing with discipline as well it cultivates spiritual discipline because when you say you know what that could have moved me but right. instead I'm gonna let it move me and move me into my next season move me right. into my next transition you know what I'm mm. saying and taking that approach rather on, than emotion sis. and illogical yes mm. you preaching the <laughs> you good word okay <laughs> yes Man. yes sis I love that. And, you know, like there's and there's so many different ways to strengthen, you know, like in order to I think people don't understand that in order to harness the God body, like you said, you got to start from the root. So you got to change some lifestyle mm -hmm. habits. You got to change some mental mm -hmm. patterns. You got to change some emotional patterns. And then you start learning how to really harness your gifts. And I can tell like from experience every single time. And I want to go back to what you said about uh, imposter syndrome, because I deal with that a lot, too. Not a lot, mm -hmm. but every so often I go through a cycle of, especially when I'm about to, to elevate in my journey. Yes. And every mm -hmm. single time I'm like, did I even, you know, like my life has done a complete 360 from where I used to be. So sometimes it sounds really weird for me to say that I've been through the things that I've been through because I don't look like what I've been through. <laughs> so you and know that's a blessing sis I love yeah, it <laughs> that, that's the blessing but you know at the same time there's often these thoughts of like you know damn like do I even know what the hell I'm talking about <laughs> you know like you know or do and, I really deserve this recognition that I'm receiving or am yes. I this person like and yes you are yes, yes. Yes. And even mm -hmm. like you said, you go through imposter syndrome when you going through something big, like I, I had a car accident and I talk about this. I've talked about this a few times, but I had a car accident and spirit had to sit my ass down for like a month and a half where I barely did any work for anyone else. And I was cultivating mm -hmm. some of the deepest healing work within myself. 
And during that time, I had to be patient. And I had some imposter syndrome, like, you know, if I can't bounce back from this, like, if Mm. I'm not healing at my pace, am I really who I say I am? And all of these other things. And like, that's why it's so important to have the foundations, because every time I had those thoughts, I had to bring myself back to my my groundedness. I had to go back Mm -hmm. through my journey and say, you know what? I I have overcome all of these things. I know I am who I say I am. I just need a period of rest. And there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with rest. And even when, you know, like, like you said, there's been plenty of opportunities where you could have put somebody in a jar, you know, same here, sis, like there's been sexual assault, like different things that I have been through that I was like, you know, that motherfucker really don't deserve happiness at all. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let my spirit team handle them because me shouldering the burden of what happens to them next is not, that's not for me. They have to carry the own weight of their decision. And if I decide to retaliate now, it's not even, look, people wish I retaliated on them. My ancestors are worse than me, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> I be trying to tell people. <laughs> it's like, above me now once it's, it's at the ancestors it is above me it's above me now and I don't have to see you suffer in fact I, I like you said sis I don't wish you well but I don't wish you harm you know like whatever mm-hmm. comes is a consequence from yourself and you exactly. and that's that that is one of the best ways to communicate with the universe and your spirits or whoever you could commune with and say you know what it's above me I don't carry this burden and I'm moving Moving on and I'm healing from this now whatever Mm y'all decide to do with that is your business and I can guarantee every person that has ever did me wrong has suffered and they always come back and they always tell me Mm -hmm. how they (laughs) like look they will dream of me for years sis like Mm -hmm. they they will literally have to face themselves and come to a place of healing and I ain't got nothing but love for you I wish you know like if you learn your lesson Mm -hmm. that's on you that's on you. That was between you and, and you don't look. That's on you. <laughs> it's still on you. Look, and I was just gonna say that whether you cultivate the experience and you grow from it and you learn, that's on you. And if you don't, that's on you, sis. I can honestly say, like, that's how I know I've grown so much because I recently had an experience that I'm gonna share because you know mm-hmm. I'm transparent mm-hmm. and um. There was someone in my life, I'm not going to lie, I felt very hurt. Um, I felt very betrayed by a lot of the things that happened between our relationship. Mm-hmm. And one day they just reached out to me on Instagram and we began to talk and they was like, I really want to mm-hmm. talk to you. I really need to talk to you. So I'm like, we haven't talked in years. So what is there to talk about? Mm-hmm. Well, I start talking to this person and mind you, sis, this happened maybe like five years ago. I'm talking about the pain that they caused, the abuse. And I let it go because the type of person that I am, I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm not accepting your behavior. I'm not even excusing it. But just as the person that I am, I truly mm-hmm. understand hurt people hurt people. And that is yeah. a very true fact. And sometimes people move from a place of unawareness and there's no excuse. But that's just what it is. So yeah. I say that this person had a light bulb moment. And they said, mm-hmm. you know, you, I've been dreaming about you and I apologize every time. And it's like, you don't want to take my apology. Um, I mean, this person told me that they had a car that was set on fire 
um, the other car broke down on them and they couldn't go to work. And they was like, what did you do? Like, I reached out to you because I know what you do. And I feel like you had to have done something. And I was like, no, you know, I didn't do anything. So I'm listening to them and I'm hearing them out. And just as we talking about it, like they just break down crying. And years ago, when I tell you, sis, I would, this was the beginning of my journey when I would have those thoughts, like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go to the graveyard. I'm going <laughs> to take your ass with you. <laughs> and I'm taking you with me. And since I went to that graveyard. I'm not even going to lie, y'all. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I mm-hmm. went to that graveyard. And I went to the graveyard. My papa was buried there. Honey, my papa stopped me. And he said, what are you doing? What What the hell are you doing? Go your ass home. It's 1030 at night. You done just got off of work. Working at a, at a gas station. Why are you here? You're not here to visit me. So what are you doing? And I sat there. And look, sorry, sis, this is where I get. No, you good. Sis, because it is hilarious. Because I told, I told you about this story. I was mm-hmm. like losing it. Because I was so hurt. And then mm-hmm. once I sat there and I felt myself digging the dirt, I was like, you know what? I feel like I am really unstable right now. Like yeah. I'm really finna cause great harm to someone for no reason. And I said, you know what? I lay it down right there. And me and this person have been able to work through that. And we talk, you know what I'm saying? They apologize yeah. for their actions. And, you know, sometimes you just have to let and that's what I tell people about. I don't wish people well, but I'm not going to wish you anything bad. I'm just going to wish that you learn from your experience in whatever way. And right. hopefully you just take that. And yeah. I say that to say a lot of times you don't have to do any work, especially when your guys and your ancestors know your path. And that's what it, it comes into self-awareness too. You have to know your path. Spirit literally sat me down and was like, sis, you know all the lives where you used to do yeah this not your path this life like we elevating yes you could if you wanted to you could prove that but what is that going to do for you besides boost a little spiritual ego what is that going to do me going around just throwing hexes like i'm giving 40 dollars like you know (laughs) i can't you get it jar here jar there no man you know the 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 fact is that people people do not realize how much energy goes into hexing. And I'd be like, yo, if you laying out hexes like this, like, do you even have any energy for yourself? Like, that's how I know yes. you're not stable. Because it's yes. and you got to feed them jars. You got to keep attentive to them mm-hmm. jars. Like, just to keep it going and it's like just to cause chaos and it's like but why like like you said going back to those contracts you know like why why even waste your energy or create a contract that that's gonna have to be resolved later when you can just wash your hands and people people plan their own demise <laughs> exactly they plan their own demise and they have to lay in the bed that they sat there and made so yes. why get your hands dirty with something that karma is going to work out anyway? You know? Yes. yes. And that's now, why I watch myself with playing karma and trying to be the person who's like, yeah, I'm going to orchestrate this chaos and hell in your life because you did it to me. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and and like vice versa, there's, you know, we, we talked about like, I, I don't wish you well, and but I'm not going to wish you harm. And it's like, I want to bring this up because one of the biggest lessons that my spirits had to teach me was that 
I was stopping them from handling a lot of people that harmed me or that mm-hmm. did some fuck shit for me because I kept wishing them well. I was like, I'm gonna send them love. I'm gonna send them mm-hmm. healing. And they was like, so is this what you're doing? Because your love <laughs> is like is like interfering with the chaos that they trying to mm-hmm. do and. You know, exactly. we can't, we can't even, we can't even give them a proper, you know, spanking because <laughs> you just, you here just you out here. On the line of <laughs> right. You know, so like staying neutral in those situations, like let people make their bed and lay in it for real. And, mm-hmm. and like, sometimes you got to have that serious conversation. And there are some people that do me wrong and I'm like, okay, this is clearly a subconscious thing. I wish them awareness. That's what I've started mm-hmm. doing is like, I'm going to send them yes. awareness because when you are aware, you can start changing your behavior. And if you don't change your behavior, then that's really on you, baby. I don't, I don't know what to tell yep. you. I, yeah. <laughs> because you will be held accountable. When you have the awareness and still decide that yeah. you're just going to say, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. And that's yeah. fine. We have the will to do it our way. But we also have to face the consequences of doing things our way when we know it's not for the better. And when yes. we know it's, it's not helping us to evolve or grow. Yes, yes. And also, I want to go back to the root of, you know, even the podcast that you were listening to, how they you know, we're talking about how hexing or like binding rituals were not made for what people be using them for. Yes, sis. Oh my God. I love this topic. It gets me so passionate. Please, please give me your two senses because, oh, people just don't know. Look, sis, they don't understand. And, and especially from like what I practice, I like to say that I'm eclectic. Um, because I kind of pull from everywhere. If something resonates with me, I don't care what it is. I'm a pull from it. But just yeah. being um in the South and being from Louisiana, voodoo, hoodoo, um, those are very, very primary um spiritualities and traditions that I feel like a lot of people here practice, whether they're aware of it or not. Yeah. And one thing that I always mm-hmm. like to remind people of the practices, those practices came from our ancestors and the people before us. And so Mm -hmm. we have to remember what were they using those practices for? And that's Mm -hmm. where the topic of colonialism came in, where it's like um, colonialism did do its number on making hoodoo, voodoo, and, you know, Santeria, most spiritualities, like, it's evil, you know, indigenous practice. Any indigenous, yes, sis, any indigenous practice, any practice which honors nature and the nature spirits, um, it, it just, if it wasn't Christianity, oh no, that's the devil's it's work. It's the devil. And so, Meanwhile, yeah, Christians so, be the main ones. <laughs> sis, look, meanwhile, and that's what I try to tell people too, like, just because you wear the badge of honor, if your walk is not in alignment, Mm-hmm. Your belief system means nothing when there's no action behind it, when your action isn't in alignment with what you're telling me and what you're right. reading. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. um, those traditions, when we talk about like certain spells and let's talk about binding, I want to talk about this because this is another one where like even with hexes and curses, it's still a binding spell. And that's what people right. don't understand. And when people be like, oh, I just want to hex this person. Well, do you want to bind yourself to this person? Because that's what you're doing. And back in the day, um, during slavery, when the enslaved people, you know, let's say you got mom and pop and and mom in the field, 
pop may be in the house. Well, to stop them from being separated because they were literally sold across, you know, the Atlantic, Mm -hmm. that is what the binding spell was for, to bind that family together. And not only to bind them together in this reality, that binding spell went so deep that they said, you know what, even if master sell you today, if I got to come back the next lifetime to find you, I will. We can work this out. Yes, sis. Right. And so when you you think of the importance, yes. And, and that's what I say when you think of the importance of these spells, even Hexen. A lot of times, Hexen, we couldn't, you know, the enslaved people, our ancestors, and even indigenous people, they weren't mm-hmm. able to rebuttal back. We didn't have certain resources in artillery. But what right. did we have? Those traditions, okay? So a lot of times, um, our traditions were used as a defense mechanism to protect us from oppression and the yes. oppressors, not from some petty like you didn't just made me mad or took my man it was not meant for that it was yes. a fight back to help us feel empowered and mm-hmm. i even mentioned this just on my story that day when we was talking um and i brought up the haitian revolution and yes. how that war was won that and is how they I actually, won. Um, <laughs> yes sis, they tell you look you know i went to whitney plantation which is mm-hmm. here in Louisiana, it's in Gramercy. And it's amazing. It's actually a plantation because you know I'm not with plantations. To me, they are murder scenes. Yeah. But <laughs> I really enjoy going to this plantation because it honors the enslaved people and it tells it from their perspective. And yeah. they actually tell you that the Haitian Revolution was won through their traditions and belief system. The and you tell me what you think that means. Girl, that means that while the the colonizers and the white folks was over there sleeping on the beach, a bunch of crabs Mm -hmm. came over there and wiped them all out, okay? (laughs) Because, you know, everybody, (laughs) they were were starting to be tormented by spirits on that that good old settlement that they tried. And they tried it, Mm -hmm. but they did not succeed because the power of the spirit within those people was so strong. And just any mm-hmm. indigenous people, like when you are connected to your spirits, to the earth, to the ancestors, to yourself, mm-hmm. you know your yes. power, you know your strength. And it's like, you know, that's how strong that is. That's how powerful that is. And people do, and I think. connected to the land. Yeah. And, and I, it's, it's a lot of disrespect on spirituality, you know, and I don't think people mm-hmm. really understand it because, you know, they. They're curious. They want to get into it. And that's wonderful. You know, come into it with curiosity. Like, but don't be out here just being reckless. And when you don't take accountability or you don't know the power of that magic before you use it, you're disrespecting those that use that magic and that power. And you're disrespecting those that will come because you don't Mm -hmm. even see the worth of that. You don't even know what that means for real. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's like coming you just coming into a tradition that you don't even really respect and and that's Hello, sis. no that's no no that's a no mm-hmm. that's a no for me dog yes sis and and look it's a no for me and that's another point sis um that i was mentioning when i say people mm-hmm. be so quick and i see this sis i see it all day on the timeline and mm-hmm. look I, I mind my business and i keep scrolling but it always comes up where i'm like okay, a lot of people want to work with the Orisa and people want to work with spirits and have no real idea or understanding of their own spirit. You're not even connecting with 
your, your higher, higher self. self. And the, Oof. Yeah, and that's where we have to start. Before you start oh. working with spirits who can literally take your life, and I mean this in the best way possible, flip it upside down, because yes. that is their purpose, you know, and people don't have that knowledge going into it. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm spiritual, and this is what it looks like, because this is what I see, and I see this person doing it, but we have to remember to each their own and to take our time so that way we're not forcing ourselves you know into a journey which if we just would have took some respect if we would have acted from a place of dignity and responsibility and discipline and just waited Mm -hmm. and let things unfold it would have came to us quite naturally you know without certain things yes we'd be be too impatient Yes, sis. And I tell people spirituality and your journey is not like, you know, where you order something off Etsy today and maybe in three days it's packaged and it's at your house by day five. That's not how Listen. our gifts unfold at all. Sorry, not sorry. I ain't got no sorry for y'all. It's only love because Mm -hmm. this is all facts. And I can say this from experience. Like, you know how most people come into their journey. Well, maybe not most people. This was my experience. I came into the Mm -hmm. journey. I was like, okay, I'm obviously empathic. Oh, okay. I'm clearly clairsentient, clear audience. You know, I started clairvoyant. Oh, okay. I'm psychic. You know, I started Mm -hmm. going all these gifts started unfolding little by little by little over the past five six years sis I did not get into mediumship until almost it's been two years now so three years of my journey was a good portion of it fucking facing my habits and facing my mindset and facing all and I was still doing magic then I just didn't know what the hell I was doing you know so Mm -hmm. but but thankfully Mm -hmm. right you know I was intuitively doing but you know what I tell people all the time because people get impatient with just meditation and I'll be like Yo, it took Mm -hmm. me three months of (laughs) meditating every single day for me to meet my higher self. Three months. So, so Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's called a spiritual practice. You got to practice it, you know, like you, you don't just wake up and then you just enlightened. I mean, sometimes you are, you get a little download here and there, you know, you get a little Uh dream that show you what the Mm -hmm. business is. But if you don't have any of those foundations, you don't even know what to do with that. Exactly. Exactly, sis. And I love how you um mentioned that about your journey and like how it unfolded because sis, that's very similar with me as well. Um, when it came to my journey with mediumship and channeling, um mm-hmm. actually I wanna go back and say with meeting my higher self, the first time I met my higher self and I really had like a very deep experience was in my Reiki training. And that was in 2016. I started mm-hmm. my spiritual journey per se, um, in 2014. So in January of 2016, that is when I had that moment. And prior mm. to that moment, um, I like to tell people grief really started my spiritual journey. And, and I'm just being mm. honest because when I lost my brother, sis, I lost my brother in 2015. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what, <laughs> but as hurt as I am, I, I I feel like I'm a little past knowing, you know, feeling like I've taken a loss 
Because mm-hmm. yes, I have taken a loss from the physical. But since when I realized he passed away and he reached out to me and connected with me and was like, hey, it's chaotic here. Like, what do I do? That started my journey with mediumship. So it just kind of happened because I feel yes. like I was open and receptive to a healing that needed to take place. And from mm-hmm. that point, sis, you know what I did? And this is so funny because as an Aries, I always say that we just lack this discipline. But I literally went to a church. It was a spiritualist church here in um, Baton Rouge. And mm-hmm. I went to that church every Thursday. And every Thursday we would do like channel message um, practices where like a person would be like, okay, I'm going to connect with this person and see what message comes up. And that is how I developed that discernment. That is mm-hmm. how I developed that inner voice. Sometimes, like I say, it it's kind of like, like you said, it's just like, it can be a little confusing when you don't have the proper foundation because even though I was creating that foundation for myself, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was yeah. just like, okay, like hearing the, the color purple. And then a the person will be like, Purple Rain was my daddy's favorite song. And I'm like, yes. oh, wow. Yo, and, and you, you literally have to, that's why self-confidence is so important because okay. you, you will literally be like, okay, I'm hearing baseball. Oh my God. When I was five years, I'm like, what? Why would that even be relevant? You know, but you just never know. And you have to listen. And if you are doubtful for any moment, you cannot be a vessel for this work. Yes, sis. Yes, that is so true. And that is one thing that that taught me, sis, and and going forward to always trust what comes up. And even in reading sometimes, sis, I can't deny that sometimes spirit will say something. I'm like, hold up. Yeah. You sure you want me to say this? Yeah, all (laughs) the time. No, you, yes. Mm -hmm. All the time. All the time. I feel like... I feel like, uh, you know, practitioners do not talk about that enough because I go mm-hmm. through, you know, as confident as I am and as disciplined as I am. And as, as long as I have been doing this, there are still moments in readings where I'm like, um, this is what I'm hearing and seeing. And I'll be having to flatline some people and I'll be like, oh, that is business. I do not want to say, you know, and. Uh-huh. Or that, like, why would that even, are you sure? And spirit be like, girl, just, just get a damn message. You know, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. You the messenger. That's what they yeah. here for. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, you, you the messenger. And these are what people need. People need the truth. And if you are going to sit here and sugarcoat spirit's message, you're not going to be chosen mm-hmm. to be a messenger. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. And and that's the message, sis, because, and then that's what spirit had to break down to me for a long time, because at one part of my journey, like, I would get, you know, like, it's so funny when people compare, like, the oracle messages, how the oracle messages be like, oh, it's yes. love and light, honey, you growing, <laughs> and then Taylor, or, or, you know, spirit come and drag you, like, look, your ass, you ain't doing good, we need you to get on it, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, my edges thing came off why and I used to be like okay I don't really like to deliver it this way and spirit is like it doesn't matter how the message is delivered this is how we bring it this is how it's going to be interpreted and and this is your assignment this is a divine assignment and you got to stick to it and see it through sis you got to see it through got to see it through my boy like (laughs) (laughs) I look you look, spirit be like, so she got there, she took off the drawers, it was a stain in there, right. and you'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, and they'd be like, look, got to see it through, my boy, like, you just, <laughs> you just got to see it through. 
and that's the thing sis like you know that's why i say when it when i talk about like starting from the lower chakras that's exactly what i mean you know the root chakra is going to help us with that grounding and that sacral and solar plexus that's all that confidence and will baby that you yes. have to have when it comes to interpreting what's within the heart chakra and understanding and speaking up for yourself and even your mind's eye and the collective mind connecting with that you yes. have to have that will and confidence in yourself and mm. you have to trust your judgment and that is the biggest thing and that is what i tell people even with going back to the conversation we had about like hexes and binding you have to trust your intuition because one thing about it like i don't mm -hmm. care how mad you are because i've been there you always have that voice and that i like to call it like the benefit of the doubt the where you knowing. are doubting yes that inner knowing and a lot of times if we could just sit still and it's like a little teapot. All that pressure just be blowing up. And we have to find those ways to cultivate um, the decompression the of that. Yes, the release, you know, mm -hmm. whether that's meditating. And sometimes meditating, sitting there meditating isn't for everyone. But even if it's going around and you just walk around in a circle or maybe go take a walk in a park and just observe nature. I'm telling or, you, that is the most Or throw that ass thing. in a circle. Like, look, yes, dancing. Oh, yes. <laughs> this one for the turkey later. This one okay. for the turkey later. <laughs> you know, sometimes that move that sacral chakra, move, open up them hips, yes. you know, like mm -hmm. release the pressure that you feel. And, and, oh, yes. sis. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sis, I'm telling you, whenever, and, and I've learned this, like, whenever I'm sad, as crazy as, and, and I know this don't sound crazy to you, but a lot of people be like, when you sad, you just start dancing? Yes. Yes. That is the sweetest release. And it's also when you're dancing, you welcoming in the spirits. The spirits love movement. They yes. love dance. Since I was in there with 101 fever dancing, and I promise yes. you, I, I would get dizzy, sit back down, get back up, and I feel like that is what really helped me heal. And Listen. even through my grief, you know, even through so much trauma just dancing and that's one thing like our culture here is really big on that in louisiana when people pass mm -hmm. away we second line so we dancing you know we're celebrating and that's very important for us to even in the midst of change and chaos celebrate that period that's like that, that in between where it doesn't make sense but is is gonna make sense you know eventually and right. that's the beautiful thing about that Mm -hmm. and you just usher in that 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 change of you're transmuting the energy when you do that mm -hmm. you know like I cannot I cannot say this enough but spirit talks about discipline or like movement physically whenever we are mm -hmm. like unclear mentally or emotionally like when things are messy in our mind and our emotions they they move us into physical movement nine times out of ten because that clears up the stagnant energy that you feel on this mm -hmm. level you know so like yes. when you take yourself away from distraction or like you move yourself into some type of creativity or some type of celebration or gratitude like even though it doesn't make sense for the moment it's like, mm -hmm. I'm doing this for the longevity of the happiness that I'm ushering in. I'm doing this for the transmutation of what I'm feeling yes. right now so that clarity can come. And it's like, people mm -hmm. don't get that. Like, if you are not clear mentally and emotionally, get back to the physical. 
Like, mm-hmm. go clean out your closet. Like, go clean your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go or clean, even go- your car. Even if you got to organize something. Yes. Yes. Go clean the altar. Like, go f- do something mm-hmm. physical. Like, that's why I started moving into fasting because... I, you know, and I, I do a lot of different fasts. I do social media fasts. I fast from mu- music, mm-hmm. movies. I did a celibacy fast this year that was intentional. Um, you know, like I just, and, and some of my biggest breakthroughs when I feel stagnant or messy in my mind, that was what brought me into clarity. And I cannot say that enough. Mm-hmm. Every single breakthrough I have had, anytime that I feel like heavy, spirit is like, it's time for a fast. And I know mm-hmm. that's how I know I'm about to hit a breakthrough. That's how I know I'm ushering in and transmuting that energy. Yes. And setting yourself up in a good way for all of those wonderful things to kind of just flow right in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the point of that. Yeah. We have to assist spirit because like I tell people all the time, um, spirit will honestly just break it down just like this. Look, we can move you miles away, but if we don't have a blueprint and if you're not taking a step, how can we create three more for you to even take if you're doing nothing? And sometimes mm. all you have to simply do is like you say, sis, go clean up, you know, or even if it's just going, taking a walk. Since I've had to even fast from social media, booking readings to connect with my energy, to feel what it feels like to be intimate with myself, because that's important. And I felt like for a long time, I was craving, you know, wanting to have that moment with myself from going through certain relationships where I just didn't have the space to myself and just having to cultivate Mm -hmm. and care for everyone and nurture everyone. And that's beautiful. But in the process of that, I was neglecting myself. And until mm-hmm. the point where I just got to kind of like ground zero, which that, in my honest opinion, sis, I feel like that should never be the point that you say, okay, spirit, okay. I'm it should never have to get to a point of ground zero. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because like you say, ushering in, that is important because I've learned the key to life is balance. And especially with like my recent transitions that I've been going through, mm-hmm. I've really had to sit down and understand that that a lot of what I'm doing because I want to take it back to what you said about um the imposter syndrome I would really sit up there and tell myself I'm supposed to be this person I'm used to like lighting these candles and a way is made out of literally no way you know yeah spirit just had to say where's your faith where's your faith do you not know that faith and prayer and belief and just experience and going through life that is a part of that magic too. That is just as magical yes. as, as soon as I started looking at that that way. When I tell you that really changed the trajectory of how I navigate through my life even now. And I've watched doors open that wasn't opening at all. They just weren't yes. there. And that's because I was in a whole different mind frame as if I'm just some fraud or like I'm just powerless. And so right. I feel like a lot of times giving away that power um that's what you know fasting also helps with as well just kind of calling mm-hmm. back your energy and sis I want to mention this because you told me um about this a, a year ago actually and remember we were talking and you said a good thing to do um at the end of the night is you imagine um you know your energy coming back to you throughout all the exchanges and you send back oh, people day. their energy because they need it yes yeah and I, Girl, do, I do it every well, day and it has helped me <laughs> Yes, I love it. I'm so thankful. 
for that gym Every right day. there. Mm. Because that's Every how day. we ground. Because a lot of, yes, a lot of times the energies that we feel that are so chaotic and so all over the place, sometimes, we, especially as empathetic people who are very sensitive to energy, it don't even be our shit. Let's just be honest. It's yeah. just that we can be tapped in. And if you don't practice that release, that happens. Yes. You know, it's like spiritual yeah. backup, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, yes. Uh, yeah. And you can feel like just so unclear. And something that I noticed, like with my clear audience gift, and when I when I got my, my Reiki mastery, uh this past December actually the 21st when everybody was like oh we getting superpowers like (laughs) that's when I got attuned um to my mastery and Mm -hmm. after that my clear audience like bumped up in in, like to a whole new level to where I couldn't even listen to music I couldn't watch none like any extra Mm -hmm. conversation was hurting my ears and then I I was like going through so much like doubt and I was like, what am I even feeling? Like, what am I even hearing? And I had to like take it back. And spirit was like, yes. you not even hearing your own thoughts right now. You tapped into a lot of people and you learning to navigate this gift. So that means that you need more protection. You need more cleansing. You need to know what is your thought and what is your voice and what is not. And even still... And how long I have been communicating with spirits and like doing my clear audience, like your gifts are always evolving. So you have to evolve Mm -hmm. with your gifts. Your methods have to evolve, you know? So it's like, we keep, you know, I I just recently was talking to somebody and it was like, you know, once you, you get down all the information for the sixth grade, then you got to learn new words for the seventh, you know, like, and then the eighth. You know, like you just keep leveling up and it's always a transition and it's really not, a, it's like you start to know that the transition is going to happen regardless, right? Like we're not here to mm-hmm. avoid the transition. We're here to handle it with grace. Yes, with grace. And and that's the biggest thing since everything doesn't have to be a struggle. I am learning that. We can welcome yes. things in with grace and ease. And that is one of my biggest affirmations right now. I yes. welcome in transitions with ease. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have to carry the burden of feeling like, oh, another transition. Oh, another right. shift. You know, it yep. doesn't have to be that way. People be comfortable and so comfortable that when the transition happens, they like, dang, I just got comfy. And it's like, well, you're not supposed to be yeah. comfy. You're comfortable, exactly, and that's true, sis. Because look, I'm telling you, I've been, I went through that, and and it's so funny because I went through last year a period of like acceleration where I'm just stargazing and I'm getting downloads, and I'm like, woo, this a lot, (laughs) you know. And Mm -hmm. recently, um, went through that period as well, and that's why I laugh when I said it's like spiritual backup. It's it's almost like you're not backing up your phone, and then when you get receptive, it's like all these downloads coming through and I was like wow like oh yeah and it's like even down to the way that I receive messages now have changed like Mm -hmm. I used to kind of just be able to I didn't just have that knowing like I say there was doubt but now it's like not like I literally receive something and then on tv that's like the next commercial or ad and that was something new to me and even with like 
you know, the way that I'm doing readings, now that I've, I've had to respect that, my, the way that my gifts operate, and like even the way that I've, um, I've, I do readings now has to change because I have to honor the magnitude and the way that downloads come to me. Otherwise, mm. I'll kind of just be overstimulated and doing it to myself. And you really yes. do have to respect um, just the change. Like, it's, it's not going to always be the same. And something that I'm noticing too, like, I'm having to realize like some people just won't be my type of client anymore because the yes. more with all this stuff I've been through, like I'm all about growth. I'm not here for any of the petty stuff, any of the being nosy, none of that. Look, we doing real work. I'm talking about we going into your Akashic yes. record. That's just how deep we going in the hill. And if we need to connect with them ancestors, let's do that. And 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 the ancestors ain't trying to talk about no pity patty. They gonna keep it real. So that's why yeah. I say I'm ready to work with people who are ready to work because I have been doing the real work. And yes. so I have to honor mm -hmm. what's in alignment with those shifts and changes because I can't lie. Like I used to just be able to do a reading if somebody had like a certain question. Now it's like my process is, okay, why does that question matter? And it's not mm -hmm. my job to ask that to people, but it is my responsibility just as a practitioner myself to be like, look, that's not in alignment with where I am right now. And that's not going to mm -hmm. feed me and my spirit the way that it needs to be fed. And even you, you know, yes. and that's just where I've been lately. Ooh, yes, sis. sis, I love that mm -hmm. for you so much. And I can say yes. we just on the same wavelength because I had to take my two question reading off the website because spirit was like, they misusing that. They not even asking you yes. valid questions. They just questions. asking you repetitive mm -hmm. stuff about they cheating, man, that you told them eight times to go ahead exactly. and leave. Or, you know, like, <laughs> y'all just asking the stupid questions for $20 and just because it's easy. And I'm like, Thank you. no, I had to take that off. Even my, my tarot sessions, I'm like, I may use tarot. I may not. I may just channel mm -hmm. the whole fucking time because whatever yes. you need, I'm going to let spirit guide that session. Mm -hmm. And you, if you coming to me, you coming for the real work, baby. Like, that's just what it is. Yes, sis. And that is really true. And, and it's a beautiful thing. Like I say, it's like, I don't want to say it hurt, but it does. Cause it's like, I just know some, you know, it's going to offend, but it, it doesn't, it, that's not my path to take that on. And, and that's why I leave that because at the end of the day, yeah. like, like I told you, going back to that responsibility as a practitioner, it is my responsibility. I can't feed anything that's not going to serve somebody's higher purpose. You asking me a question about if somebody cheating that has a repetitive, habitual pattern of doing it. I don't even want to take your money. I don't even feel like that's within my ethics anymore. And, it, and I don't yeah. know. That, that's just something that shifted and changed. And I was like, wow. Like, mm -hmm. you know, but like you say, the higher you go up that ladder, um, sometimes people are not going to want to climb up that ladder because a lot right. of times it's comfortable where they're at. And then that, and I respect that too, you know? Yeah. And, and it just, it be what it is. And it's like, you got to ride the wave. And, and that was a little hard for me because my spirits was like, you know, I realized that I was giving readings and but it wasn't fulfilling me anymore. Like I still was accurate, but my spirit team was right. like, this don't even fulfill you no more. And they was like, mm -hmm. you know, just go into your channeling. You don't even really need the car. Like I never needed the cards mm -hmm. ever. But the cards right. to me was like, 
it was like the in-between for me. It was like, okay, I'm looking at the mm-hmm. cards. I'm not tapping completely in. The cards is giving me what I need to do, and that's it. But Spirit was like, no, your clients are changing. You are changing. Your gifts are changing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to – now your services have to change. And that's mm-hmm. that's okay, you know. But it's sometimes – like sometimes as practitioners, we're so stuck on the way that we do things that it's like yes. – you know, phasing out of the way that we've always done things is a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. But we, we got to ride that and way. that's one thing, too. I was just going to say that, since we have to get comfortable with those changes and with those ebbs and flows, because one thing about it, um, just as sure as we'll die is as sure as we're going to change constantly that is one thing that is constant in life and that is funny because it's change (laughs) the one constant (laughs) is literally change so I mean and yep and and I said that you know it's nothing wrong with that because it's really honoring yourself and again that's going back to that spiritual discipline you know Mm -hmm. if something not in alignment I'm sorry and people respect that people respect that and if they don't it is what it is Yeah, and, and I'm gonna send you to your healer, your reader, your practitioner. Yeah, and you go do that with them. Right. You know, may, hey, maybe somebody will resonate with where you're at because I used to be there, but it ain't me now. Me you too. know, like mm-hmm. it just that ain't what it is, and you know that's that's just holding us accountable too. Like, you know, we gotta hold ourselves accountable, and that's how you can. That's when you know you can like really rock with a practitioner when they honor the energy that they're in and the Mm -hmm. energy that they're transitioning into they're making preparations for that you know and they're not just gonna pick up your little hex uh your little hex request (laughs) they're not (laughs) right for a quick dollar they're not gonna pick up your little twenty dollars because you want to ask about mm-hmm. the man that's cheated on you and abused you eight for eight years you know like they just not gonna do it because you're yes. not heeding the you're not heeding to the spirit message to begin with so mm-hmm. you know like they don't that's that's how you know that there is maturity taking place and, and that's how you're gonna be able to tell who is really about it and who's not not yes sis. i completely agree I was just going to say that, you know, and it's kind of funny because um, just the practitioner I am, when people come to me in that energy, because it's always like a similar energy. And I understand because I've been there and it just feels so chaotic, Mm -hmm. even down sometimes where it's like, oh, I feel like, you know, somebody has cursed me or they've hexed me. And sometimes I just have to step back and step away from that and be like, look, I can't join you in this fear-based energy and this victim-based energy. I'm all about empowerment and first of all mm-hmm. you got to take your power mm-hmm. back because just the idea that somebody didn't sent a threat at you and now you shaking in the boots like no we have to work on that protection we have to work on that getting grounded because that shouldn't move you you know and like mm-hmm. I say with even with Hexen, I always tell people what I can do for you is you know I can give you a consultation um and yes. we can talk about healing because healing is what you need. You need a healing jar. I'm going to get yes. you a healing jar, a healing spiritual bath. And we yes. can do it that way. But as far as that tip for tap magic, I'm not that practitioner. And I yes. have no problem sending you to whomever. I'm not going to look for them, but I'm going to wish you the best with finding them who will literally take $90 or 
$40 or whatever it is. Shit, $400. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. They be, listen, listen, mm, y'all, y'all be willing to blow a whole bag over somebody who don't even <laughs> care about your well-being. Listen, if you want to come blow, blow a whole bag, if you want to call, they, y'all be ready to blow a whole bag over someone who don't care about your well-being. Ooh. And that bothers come me. On, sis. That bothers me. It's like you going well to, with me. y'all going to the Chanel, quote unquote, of spiritual practitioners, but they don't even give a fuck about you. They don't even like you. Thank they don't even you. care about your soul. They don't care about what happens mm-hmm. to you later, to your family. Mm-hmm. So so what? One, yeah. Because one thing about it, once they do the work, and that's what you have to just be mindful with. When, Like I tell people, when you pick these practitioners and when you pick your healer, be mindful of whom you choose. Because there are some people who do the work and they know that I'm just laying the roots. You're responsible because you came to me with these intentions. I'm just playing out what I need to play out. And people yeah. don't care about you past that dollar. And that yep. is facts is everything you just said. And yep. and it's crazy to think that's why I told you, like I had to reel myself back in when I was in that graveyard that night because mm-hmm. I really took my gas. I mean, that grave is not close. <laughs> You said I will drive no matter how far. I will go to the end of the earth to make sure that you suffer. <laughs> yes, and I'm putting out all of this energy and my energy, honey. Listen, Valuable. I'm a Capricorn rising. I'm all about my coin. So when I think about the gas I wasted, I was like, am I losing my mind? And that was only what? Maybe 20, only 20 miles. That's a long way to drive because you're mad <laughs> and want to do something. I'm just saying. And in the 20 miles, I was so upset. Not one mile did I say, this is a bad idea until I got there. And I say, God damn it. I wish I would have had this moment in the car. <laughs> Look, your papa said, come talk to me and let me get you right. Cause, uh-uh. And he did this. Look, and thank you so much, Papa. I love you so much. He is like, oh my God, amazing. Even in his death, he makes sure that he is taking care of business and teaching me, no, this is not how we do things. Um, yes. Because my Papa is and was literally like the chief of the family. And so even as my ancestor, like he's the chief, he's letting me know like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're not going to do. And yeah. I've even had like um, different ancestors who will drop in when they see something is off, and I'm like, wait a minute, who are you? And they like, look, I'm introducing yeah. myself, but I wouldn't if you wasn't doing this. I'm just saying, you know, and that is <laughs> they said I was minding my business. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was minding my business, but um, you disrupting the spiritual field right now around us. We not feeling this. And that's another thing, too, sis. Like I had to learn um through my practice is um the respect for the living, but the respect for the non-living is so important and sometimes mm-hmm. we have to just be mindful about doing certain things that disrupt our own spirits who at our head or behind us you know wherever they at right. because sometimes they like oh no ma'am or no sir girl, like, girl. KG yes. be looking at me like think wisely <laughs> yes think wisely and think it through I love me some KG <laughs> girl we, we love to see it because even yeah. recently, there was a situation where I was like, you know, I wasn't thinking about hexing nobody, obviously. It, it takes so much to shake, mm-hmm. you know. I, it, 
I just don't even get shaken like that. You can't shake me. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, there was somebody that I was doing business with. It was a situation, you know, and I was like, okay, how do I need to move? How do I need to move? And I was trying to make my Aries moon was like, okay, we address it. The next day we need to cut this connection. And my spirits was like, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. And I was mm-hmm. like, why? They they don't mean me no good. So even while somebody, while I'm peeping the, the I'm peeping it, you know, I'm peeping the game. Mm-hmm. I see you when you don't mean me no good. They still told me to hold off on cutting off that connection because they needed, they were going to handle that karma quick and that person was going to come around. Yes. And, and so I needed to wait. And it's still within the, they said within this month. So we're going to see how it goes. But, you know, so there was manifest. Yeah. And and half of my ancestors was like, yeah, she, she, you know, this this person is doing you wrong. And then my other half was like, but wait, but be patient, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it was we was at the round table. It was a little bit of conflict, but we we came to a conclusion and a decision that it was in my best interest and my, my highest good of my path to let it ride. And to mm-hmm. wait until it came forward, and then the time will come. I don't it. even have, mm-hmm. I don't even have to initiate it. The other person, everybody always initiates their own exit out of my life. And I told mm-hmm. my spirits that's how I like it. I don't like, you know, I, I like, I yes, like it to yes. where people know that they fucking up and they gonna purposely exit mm-hmm. my life. You know? Yep, because you make I it like, easy for I me. Like that. Yeah, you making it easy for me, so I like that. And they said, mm-hmm. okay, you know, we're going to let them expose themselves. And so just wait, just be yes. patient. Sometimes we got to be patient, even when we know like a situation is going down. Sometimes the spirits are just telling us what's up and we got to sit with that information yep. and let it unfold. Like that's, that's yes, like, sis. that's been one of my hardest lessons in this gift is like, when you mm-hmm. know stuff so early, sometimes it can sound like, like you just want to jump on that information immediately and it's not always for that yes it's not for Mm -hmm. that it's for you to Mm. sit there and let it unfold and i'm so glad you spoke on that sis because that was something that came up for me as well and spirit had to let me know a lot of times and and i'm bringing this up because it's just so funny um spirit recently i reconnected with a friend who i lost touch with we weren't cool Mm -hmm. anymore and it was years and you know something that I learned from that experience and I've even told you this as we've had this conversation about this Mm -hmm. person and I said you know something that I had to realize is that back then in 2018 I was getting downloads and getting messages from spirit with spirit to be like you need to watch for this person and since you know Mm -hmm. what I do when spirit tell me that I would literally (laughs) cut them off and create chaos where there wasn't because of something that spirit told me and that is very true what spirit told me now is look when you get those promptings it isn't for you to just go and automatically go do our work we told you to watch it unfold we told you to pay attention we told you to withdraw your energy we didn't tell you to cut them off because you didn't even get to see what you needed to see from it you totally blocked the experience and the lesson because you and that was me in fear, and I need to control the narrative, not allowing things. That's what that was rooted you. in. And I had to, yeah. yes, because it was a very simple misunderstanding. And I'm going to leave mm-hmm. it at that. And, you know, the energy now that I'm where I'm at, 
that person needed that empathy. They, you know, and and it wasn't right. meant for all of that. And so that's mm-hmm. why sometimes spirit will be like, just just watch the energy. Like, and I took that look, sis. I took that message. And I was like, oh, watch. Bet. You girl, know, they cut off. Girl, girl, <laughs> the Aries in us was like, you you said go. You said go. You, you, I'm said, on go. Look. You, you said light it on fire. That's what you said. Look, right. You said burn this bridge. Okay, no, spirit. We didn't say burn the bridge, baby. We said watch the bridge, not burn. Not <laughs> we don't want you to burn it. It was fun to do, but you know that's how that happened. <laughs> right, and it, it's it's so many. You know, it just be like we want quick results we want we don't a lot of us are operating in fear because we're like oh a situation yes. is gonna unfold oh i definitely don't want to uh-huh. see that and it's like but but spirit be like that could even be to your benefit like you can learn from just watching mm-hmm. you don't even have to exactly. go through it you could just be a bystander and that bystander position is putting you into a place of wealth because you're gaining yes. wisdom and knowledge from just watching and that's powerful. Yes, I love like that. we we be we be blocking our own blessings, trying to burn all the bridges <laughs> when <laughs> people need to really right. just watch <laughs> and just observe and let it play out. That is what spirit was on me about. Let it play out and stop trying to be so in control, control of yes. every little thing. Says we be trying to control everything, and that be the problem. <laughs> that'd be the problem yes. right there mm. Sis, and that's why we... i've been practicing that release mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we gotta be in the flow mm-hmm. Ooh, sis this conversation was so bomb <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like we just talking though <laughs> yes that was so bomb and i feel like so many people are gonna get much from this podcast and if you listening and you you feeling any type of way about things we saying go sit with yourself go sit with your mama I don't know I (laughs) that ain't my business but I'm gonna say that you know this is all experience you know and our experience may not be your experience but there's a lot of you know like take what resonates and take you know heed heed to the message Mm-hmm. Like, if you in your reaction bag, you not taking action. You exactly. you out of your free will if you mm-hmm. reacting to anything. Okay, so and if you want to claim, yeah, if you want to claim all your power and put your power back into yourself, you're gonna make your own decisions, and it's not gonna be based off an emotion or what somebody did to you. It's gonna be based off what you want to do for your life. Yes, sis. Mm. Yes. Do you, do you have any like final gems that you want to lay down? Any anything uh, coming up with you that you want to lay out? Or yes, Look, yes this, this is your platform. Oh, I love you so much, sis, and I am so thankful for you always. I do want to say, you all, um, something that's really important to me, especially now. Um, and like I say, I'm very big on transparency. A lot of what I've been dealing with recently and lately has been um healing trauma with abuse um and realizing like you know going through those loops like you say sis when you in that reactionary bag you're not taking any action and it wasn't until I had to like really sit myself down 
And after going through the back and forth of feeling like, okay, I'm to blame for everything I went through, I had to realize, no, I'm actually not. And when I felt that release of anger and those emotions, like I say, we're all here to have a human experience and it's okay with having a human experience. A lot of times being vulnerable, sometimes being put in situations where you may feel like you are powerless, it does make you angry. It does make you want to react because when I go through certain things and I just think about some of the trauma that was kind of inflicted on me that I never asked for. And mm-hmm. I personally feel like trauma is so unfortunate because we don't ask for it. We don't. A lot of times we are blindsided and it happens. But one yeah. thing that I've learned is that on the opposite end where we can react in anger, we can react or we don't have to react. We can be proactive and welcome in healing. We can take the steps necessary to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for a catalyst of healing and for growth so that we can, you know, evolve and kind of see our generational blessings. And that's what I was saying, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times um, what we are on the journey right now is for healing and breaking generational curses. We don't want to create them over fleeting emotions. So it's so Mm -hmm. important to always check back in and always say, you know, it's purpose over passion. Yes, I may be angry. Yes, I may feel the passion about this, but my purpose is so much stronger than those fleeting emotions. They come and go. What I know Mm -hmm. that's going to last is that I want to be on this path and I want to be of service. I can't be of service operating in my pain, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, my message to everyone is just to choose healing in every way that you can. I know sometimes it can be frustrating um and i know a lot of times when we unpacking certain things it is hard especially when you unpacking it alone and you didn't mm-hmm. cause it alone but that's okay and that's the point of healing reach out find community you know or sometimes we need to take that time alone i know i've mm-hmm. had to recently take a lot of time alone and i'm so thankful for my community for uses i'm thankful for the people on facebook instagram who reach out Hey, are you okay? You know, and they respect the fact that I'm not doing readings. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, I apologize. And they like, no, it's okay. I'm just sending you love. I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful to be in a space um, just among, you know, people and even uses who love me, who have a genuine love for humanity, because that's what this work is about. When you have people who care about humanity and who care about the evolution and the timeline of this earth, That is important. And so every decision that we make on a small level, even when it comes to the negative self-talk, we have Mm -hmm. to reevaluate that. We really do. And so that's what I have to say. You know, that's my two piece. I love y'all. I want us to always choose healing and the higher road. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you so much, sis. And I do. I love you so, 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 so much. Uh, Ooh, that's my soul, sis. I love you. Uh, and I, I need everybody yes I need everybody listening to feel <laughs> I know y'all feel this good this good sisterhood right here um, yes. but man <laughs> community is so good and it's so blessed and the more you, that you tapped into yourself the more that you're going to attract your community of support yes. you know so surrender surrender like that's my message and sis I just wanted to do a little tidbit before we get off I actually have the words passion on my right foot 
I mean, my left foot and purpose on my right foot. And that's so funny. Come on now. Now that, now that I think about it, because passion on the left is the, the feminine, the flow, right? And then purpose. Yes. I, now, yes. I, got, I got these tattoos when I was like maybe 19. <laughs> so, wow. Fucking seven, seven years ago, I got these tattoos on my feet so I could walk with passion and purpose. Passion right? and purpose. But it, it now makes what the odds of that. Uh, you look, you didn't even know that. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> That's why I'm in shock. This is a genuine shock reveal, y'all. Real time. <laughs> shock reveal. <laughs> <laughs> shock reveal. Um, but yeah, spirit always working, as you can see. <laughs> wow. Look, I had to take a deep breath on that one. Yes. So that just further confirmed. Yes. 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 Um, but I, sis, I want to thank you for joining me. Like this podcast is amazing. It was about time <laughs> we came yes. back with the gems a year later. Yes. <laughs> and, Literally a year later. Yes, it has been pretty much a year. <laughs> yeah. But, Sis, let everybody know how they can follow you and just support you and, you know, be in your presence. Yes. So you guys can follow me on Facebook at Azani Imani and on Instagram, I am at Azani Transcends. So you guys reach out to me. Feel free to follow me. Um, Me and sis, we always be working alongside each other. I have so much greatness to share with, with the community. So I'm really excited, you know, and sis going to be on my podcast soon. You got me motivated, sis. That is the beautiful thing about this. Like, you got me fired up right now. Seriously. The world world needs to hear your voice. They need to hear your your passion, your purpose, your experience. Yes, Mm. sis. Yes. Yes. So I am so thankful for you having me on your platform. I am thankful for you having this platform, Living in Spirit, because that is literally what we are doing. If I could get three words to describe my path, that is those three words. So I'm thankful for you even mm-hmm. having this platform um, for the community. It is so important. And I'm just so thankful. Mm, it's likewise, sis. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say my piece. And sis, I love you. The divine loves you. To all the listeners, I love you. Love you. Uplifted. Yes, we love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. And, and we gonna go ahead and uh, close this out. But I look forward to talking with all of y'all and spreading some more gems on the next podcast. And looking forward to having you again, sis. You already know. Yes. Blessings. Mm-hmm. Blessings, y'all. Peace and love. <laughs>